Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, everybody? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight fire for Tuesday, April 20th. I'm sure you can sense it. A giddiness in the voice. Very excited for this podcast. Um, Before we get started, thank you to everybody for listening and welcome the new listeners who enjoyed Monday's Zion Williamson take. Uh, Good feedback from Rob G on that one. And um, one other quick shout out before we get to today's incredible podcast. Uh, congratulations to Alex Smith of the Washington Football Club, the Kansas City Chiefs, the 49ers. He has officially retired. But some of my Jets fan, fans, friends, if that makes any sense, had said, hey, maybe we get him as the backup to Zach Wilson. We can't go in with you know this Morgan guy as the backup, but no dice. 
Alex Smith has decided to retire. That's probably for the best. You know, he went in for Washington last year and everybody was holding their breath um, given his injury history and uh, nearly losing his leg. So congratulations on a very good career, Alex Smith. All right, let's get to the biggest sports story of the day. And there is zero debate about this. And what's, what's so fun, and I know you guys can detect how excited I am, What's so fun about this is Rob G., the esteemed producer, one of the best in the business, said on yesterday's pod, ooh, I've got some Steph, Steph Curry slander cooking up for this week. So then yesterday, I look at the NBA schedule. I'm like, all right, we could have this guest. Oh, Curry could break that Kobe record, and he's going against a Sixers national TV game. Maybe we do Curry. Or... Uh, Rob G., do you think you could fast-track your Steph Curry slander, you know, in case it's a good game? Yeah, yeah, Jay, I'll be, I'll be ready. Because oh, you know Rob G. is a Curry hater. And he won't admit it. He won't call himself a Curry hater. But he, I, I, I don't think he's ready to give Curry the flowers that I am bestowing upon the greatest shooter, bar none, in NBA history. I said he was the second greatest point guard a few years ago in NBA history on Cowherd Show. I caught so much heat. Oh, Isaiah Thomas. Oh, Jay, what are you talking about? Oscar Robertson. Uh, John Stockton. Look at the numbers. Uh, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't need to go through John Stockton's MVP votes in his career or Isaiah Thomas's or even their top five finishes for the MVP. I call Oscar Robertson a combo guard, but come on, stop. He's not, he's not even in Curry's class. He's a really, really good player, Hall of Famer, excellent. Curry is elite, top shelf. And Monday, starting alongside Kevon Looney and Kent Bazemore, who was 0-5, for 5 shooting. Uh, coming off the bench was Agent Mulder from the X-Files. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. His name is, um, what is it, Mark Mulder? I got to click. Michael, M-Y-C-H-A-E-L. Michael Mulder, a young kid out of Kentucky. Uh, who else did they play? They play, um, it looks like Kelly Oubre got up a bunch of shots in 22 minutes, but it didn't matter because they had Curry and it was the Steph Curry show once again against the East leading Sixers who were without Ben Simmons, much to the chagrin of my fantasy team. My son, not thrilled. Steph Curry went for 49. He had a bazillion points in the fourth quarter. He was 14 of 28 from the field, 10 of 17 from three. And he basically beat the 76ers by himself, 49 points. Now, I I was thinking of changing up how we attack this pod because you guys have heard me gas up Curry. You don't need me just going crazy and citing his April stats. Nearly three weeks into April, Curry, 40 points per game. Shooting 50. 55% from the field, 50% from three. So don't you dare say, oh, he's taking a million threes. He's hitting 50% threes this month. 91% from the line. Steph Curry has made 78 three-pointers during this binge. Okay, This is one of the most absurd stats I've ever heard. I'm sorry, 72 three-pointers during this binge. Steph, 72 threes in the last 10 games. That's more than Chris Paul, Tobias Harris, Russell Westbrook, Pascal Siakam have made this entire season. Steph has made that in 10 games. And the final one, I'm just going to kind of turn it to Rob because I want him to get it off his chest. 
and say his point and say, oh, well, I don't like, it's not that I dislike Curry. He, he's a great player. And then Rob will like do that backhand compliment and then go in on him. Final number. And I know Rob is stewing, just waiting. Steph Curry has six games with 10 or more threes this season. No other player in NBA history has more than five in their career. Okay? And don't give me the, well, it's the three-point era, Jay. Come on, folks. Six games of 10 or more threes this season. This season. That's obscene. He's the greatest show in the NBA. Steph Curry is your MVP leader. MVP leader right now. Let me say it again. Steph Curry is your MVP leader right now. He just went into Joel Embiid's house, dropped a 49 spot on Curry's brother and Danny Green and Matisse Thibel, this great defender, and Tyrese Maxey. I mean, Curry was unstoppable. Joel Embiid, eight. He had 28 and 13. whoop de damn do Joel Embiid's supposed to be an MVP contender. And Curry just dropped a 49 spot on his head, surrounded by a bunch of G League guys. I don't care that they're 29 and 29. What he's doing, and he's about to become the leading scoring leader in the NBA, what Curry's doing this season, given the injuries we've seen to LeBron and James Harden, and, you know, you could toss in Embiid. He's missed, I think, more than 20 games. Everybody has fallen back Due to the injuries. Luka went into the season as a favorite. And, you know, we've got about, uh, I think, 18 games left, 16 games left, somewhere in there. Curry keeps this up. I don't know how you don't vote him MVP. And I don't care that they're 29 and 29 and in the play-in game. Do you know what their record is without Steph Curry this year? I've seen it in multiple places, 1 and 8, but I also saw 1 and 7. Bottom line, They stink without Steph Curry. What does MVP mean? Well, most valuable, Jason. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. How do you define value? If you take that player off the team, what are they? The 76ers can swim without Joel Embiid. Ben Simmons, they're a playoff team in the East without Joel Embiid. Without Jokic, with Jamal Murray, I... Nuggets are good, but are they a playoff team? It's close. Without Steph Curry, the Warriors are the worst team in the league, worse than the Timberwolves, worse than the Pistons. They've got single-digit wins. I think we can all agree on that. I, I, I love LeBron. You guys know I'm a fan. He's 36. Without him, I thought they would go in the tank. Rob G thought they would go in the tank. Every human thought without LeBron and AD, they'd go in the tank. They've kind of done okay. Frank Vogel's kept them afloat. They're top five in the in the West. So depending on how you define value, yes, without the uh, Luca, the Mavs are quite bad. But I think we can all agree, without Curry, the Warriors are by far the worst team in the league. So I'm going to turn it over to Rob G. I'm going to zip it, lock it, put it in my pocket. Despite you know you know I'm an interrupter, I- I'm going to want to interrupt and push back. Rob and I are friends. We text. I haven't been to his house. He hasn't been to mine. But no matter what is said in the next 15 minutes, it's all fun. We are friendly. I've worked with He was my producer on my weekend show for a while before he got called up to the big leagues to produce The Odd Couple. He's on the rise. And Rob G., take it away. 
Well, first off, let me just say this. The plan for the Steph Curry slander was supposed to be on yesterday's pod on the heels of their loss. So, but Jason McIntyre, <laughs> knowing that there was a good chance that they may be a depleted Philadelphia 76ers squad, said, hey, you know what, Rob, let's save that for later in the week. So he kind of set me up for failure on that one. But let me just say this. <laughs> there are few things more exciting in sports than a Curry flurry. And that's what we got in the fourth quarter last night against Philadelphia. I mean, when he is on and he's cooking, it is must-see television. It reminds me, and I've said this before on record, of when Kobe would get it cooking, you know, on those really, really bad Lakers teams where he would make four or five buckets in a row and you just like, wow, like the buzz was everywhere. I never thought there'd be anything close to that as a sports fan, like those three-minute bursts. And then Steph Curry happened and you'd get the same thing. Only difference is he's shooting it from 30 feet away instead of 18. So it just looks cooler to watch him shoot like that. Having said all of that, number one, Steph Curry does not belong in MVP conversation. That, oh. may, that may have been the worst take you've had in the nine months that we've been doing this podcast and you've had a handful of really bad Wait, things. worse than the Lakers would go 2-15 and 15 without LeBron and AD? Oh, that I was That, that was my take, I think. <laughs> I know! That's what I'm saying! That's what I'm saying! That was my take worse than yours, but go ahead. Whatever. Okay, so there's one. But number two, I'm really, really, really... I can't say I'm even surprised. It's, I'm just... I'm, I'm disappointed that there's so many people in the media you included, who have decided that, you know, this Steph Curry month of April just might be the greatest basketball we've ever seen. And that's not to say it hasn't been impressive. I mean, you guys are having 40 points so far in the month. I mean, it's it's awesome. 10 games is a considerable sample size. Yes. It's, it's been, and he's 33. It's been great. And I'm not even going to count that that February that Kobe had the year that he dropped 81 where he didn't win the MVP, I think he lost it to Steve Nash, because that was just, you know, that's so long ago, I'm not even going to bring that up. But lest we forget, just last season, Damian Lillard was putting up very, very comparable stats just to get his team into the postseason. When they got to the bubble in Portland, and they knew, like, hey, we're fighting an uphill battle, if we even want to get a chance at the play-in, we almost have to run the table. During that span, he averaged 37, 10, and 4. How many games? Eight games. Okay. 46, or excuse me, 49, 43, 89 splits. The Blazers went 6 and 2 in that span. Now, I know that they're a little bit off from what Steph, you know, Steph has 40 points, so it's more there. Dame's got more assists. Timeout. Can I ask, was CJ McCollum playing in those games? He was. Because I believe he's been an all star, right? No, he's never been an all-star. Oh, gosh, I apologize. Go continue. No. And so, and, and it's like I say, I'm not taking away from what Steph, because what Steph, Steph's doing is great. But to act like this is something that it's just like, oh my gosh, we've never seen anything like this before. And it's like, well, yes, we have. You know, we may not have seen the exact numbers, you know, because you know, up until the last three or four years, the only people were shooting threes like that was, was this generation. But we've seen guys have these runs before, and we saw something like it just last season. So that's my only thing when I say that, and it's not even, I think I may have oversold it by calling it slander, because it's not really slander. It's just, you know what, let's be realistic about what we're seeing from Steph Curry. Steph is is great, and he's having a, a, an incredible stretch, but during this month, 
what they're six and four. So am I really supposed to say that this is the greatest thing since sliced bread? He's scoring at an unbelievable clip. That that's kudos to him. He's keeping them afloat. They may get into the play-in tournament, but it's just you know it's being oversold. I think a little bit. Okay, I had to go back and look at the Damian Lillard um, in the bubble, and it was an impressive streak. He had sixty-one against Dallas. He had fifty-one against Philly. He had forty-five against Denver. And yeah, that was a that was a hot streak. Uh, he had the memorable meltdown against the Clippers, where Patrick Beverly and one of the Morris goons they were laughing on the sideline and slapping. You remember that? I do. Became, and I do it, like that. After all this time, you still don't know which Morris plays for which team. You I, I think I, I do that by design because I think that's a little funnier. <laughs> I don't know if it's still funny. Um, he had thirty and sixteen assists and a loss. Yes, that was a torrid streak for Damian Lillard, no doubt about it. Um, it was in the bubble. I I don't know what to make of that. I'm not the guy who's bashing it because it was in the bubble. I'm just saying it was no fans. You know, Steph Curry's going into hostile territory into Philly. I don't know if it's hostile. I just felt like <laughs> tossing that in there. Um, but nevertheless, it you know, it was not a poor man's version, but it was a Steph Curry light run, right? Um, I, I, I just, I, if, I want you to guys to... I don't want you to pause the the podcast and you know go out of this, but I really want you to go on YouTube, go to the NBA account, and look up the Sixers Warriors game. It's like three minutes of Steph Curry highlights. That's all it is, and I want you to look at specifically in the fourth quarter when Curry takes over. By the way, the Curry flurry that phrase we need to put that on a T shirt and just like Steph Curry's outline or something. I think that would sell well. I would buy it. I would wear it sleeveless, of course. Um, Watch during the Curry Flurry the reaction of A, the players on the Sixers. Every three that goes up, you can see they they turn to look and then instantly the shoulders slump. Like, oh, geez, he did it again. And he hits like four or five of these in a row. And then on the second viewing, go back and watch the Sixers bench. Because it's it, they're watching right in front of it. And folks, if you look closely, nobody moves. It they're they're stunned. They are in awe, not even like, oh my gosh, or throwing their hands on their head or just like shaking their head. They are literally stunned. The only comparison I had was in the movie Jaws where the uh, Jaws goes into like the little marina area and takes down that guy in the boat and bites his leg off. And the kid who was um, the cop's, oh, I can't believe I'm spacing on the names here, the cop's son He's like float, like treading water there, and he's frozen as the huge great white passes him. And they have to pull him out of the water, and he's frozen. He's just stunned. And that is what the Sixers bench looked like as Curry was dropping bombs from everywhere on the court. There is like no movement. It is, it, it's like you don't see that happen in the league, and Curry's making it look easy. And... I know that you don't want to give him, Rob, the MVP because they're 29 and 29. They're going to be in the play-in game. I I just want to point out, this stretch has come in a season where there's only 72 games. So essentially, Curry, and who knows how much longer this will go. 
I don't know if it's going to last. Can it go? Can it go much further than this? Can he stay this hot? Possibly. I don't know. I'm looking at the schedule now, and like you know, listen, there is a chance this continues. But he's really when people say like he's not human, like yo, he he's not. He's just he's not. This is not normal behavior for a basketball player. They have Washington coming up, Denver Friday night. Ooh, Jokic versus Curry. MVP showdown. Then they have the Kings and the Mavs and the, oh my goodness, the Timberwolves and the Rockets. <laughs> so maybe it can continue. I mean, Washington, Sac- uh, Washington, Minnesota, and the Rockets are three of the worst teams in the league. Although Washington is starting to percolate a little bit. Russ is playing well. But, I mean, Rob, I, I can see Curry sneaking in and in an odd season with 72 games and... Everybody hurt. I can see Curry stealing this award. Now, remember, last year he was injured, missed, I think, the entire season, but a handful of games. So I, I don't want to defend him by saying he's rested, but this is a guy who should be super fresh here coming down the stretch. I know they had the five uh, straight trips to the finals, and, you know, obviously last year he had the injury, but he should be rested to go the rest of the way. I just want to remind you, in the last, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games, Curry has led them in scoring with 49, 47, 42, 53, 41. He, uh, I, I'm in awe, Rob. I, I, I don't see how there's a... Okay, fine. How about this? I'll give you Jokic as the leader for the MVP. Who's your second place vote going to right now? Oh, right now it would be Joel Embiid. Okay, who's third? Ooh, I like how he's one. really trying hard not no, to I say mean, Curry. I like it because you don't you know if you put him third, then there's a chance over the final fifteen ish games. Oh man, could Curry steal this thing? Because that's where I'm feeling. Well, my my problem is that I would have had James Harden up there, except that you know I don't know how long much longer he's yeah we be don't out. He's, he's out all week apparently. And that's that's the problem. Um, that's not a problem for Curry. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seats. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This'll never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. 
They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day, but let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian. Premium cocktails on demand. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You think yeah. I need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. ESPN does a... um, The straw poll, Yeah, maybe a couple of months. Every couple of months, they do the straw poll. And they actually get information from the voters or, or people either people who are already voters or people who are in the cities where it would be a an, a fair and accurate assessment of how the mvp vote is going to go and in their most recent straw poll out of 101 voters Jokic had 90 first yeah. place votes he's the leader no doubt about steph it. curry i believe was 13th right so i don't realistically see any chance right. he even gets the top five. I don't all, think that's realistic. Okay. All that being said, I think when they did this straw poll two months ago, LeBron was leading it. And it was LeBron and Embiid followed by Jokic. I'm pretty sure correct. that's how it was. Okay. That is correct. So in the span of two months, we've gone from LeBron, Embiid, Jokic to Jokic and really no second. And no no Jamal Murray. Let's see how Denver does here. I, I, again, Jokic is very... Um, it, it obviously has earned all the accolades. He has been tremendous this season. And he was very, very good Monday night. Um, obviously, he's getting some help from Michael Porter Jr. But, I mean, I 
you know, you you want to compare rosters? Like, I don't, I, I don't know that that really comes into play. What this boils down to, Rob, is the voters. Because, I don't know, at some point they're going to have to say, do we give the MVP to Jokic or Curry? I mean, Harden hasn't played enough games. LeBron has not played enough games. Embiid has not played enough games. And there's a bunch of back-to-backs coming up for the Sixers. I would not be surprised if Embiid sat out some of those because that's what he does, uh, given his injury history, which I'm fine with. Um, But again, like, there is a bit of a window here, 15-ish games, for Curry to steal it. Now, I also want to point out fun, fun nugget from Sixers Warriors. Steph Curry, I like to look at the plus-minus column. Steph Curry was plus 11. The Warriors won by 11. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, like, when he's off the floor, Rob, it's like, almost like in college basketball where the star goes to the bench and you know, like, oh, can they stay afloat for a few minutes without their best player? And usually the answer is no. And a lot of the good teams go through this. LeBron went through this with the Lakers last year. Um, because it's like, we need to rest AD, we need to rest LeBron. Can the Lakers survive without him for minutes against the Heat? And it was like, they're treading water, treading water. Okay, fine, they'll get the superstars back. But I don't know, man. I, I, I can totally see. Uh, again, just to recap, Curry breaking the Kobe Bryant record. I keep mentioning what the record is. Um, scoring 30 points in 11 straight games. That's the record for a player 33 or older. Now, Rob... Not living out here in L.A. my entire life. I've only been out here five years. Um, I don't even recall the Kobe stretch where he was torching people and scored 81 against the Raptors. That game was like on NBA TV or something, right? Like yeah, Sunday th- afternoon or something? It actually happened during an NFL playoff game, if I recall. And I think that's yeah. why a lot of people weren't aware of what was happening until he was already at like 70 and they're like, oh my goodness, something's going on on uh, NBA TV in a Lakers-Raptors game that nobody is watching. And then you find out that he had 81. And so here's the deal. Like, first of all, do you know offhand what year that was? Was it 2007? That was 2006. Okay. So 2006, I don't think social media exists. Twitter didn't exist, right? I don't think Instagram was around. And I mean, I... I don't think I was getting texts like, yo, you got to check out NBA TV. Uh, Kobe's got 70. Like, I don't think that thing was even a thing. I'm trying to think back. Like, 2006, yeah. I, my Twitter says I joined in 2009. So, I, like, you were out here. You were privy to it. I, I, I mean, I, 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 sadly, I don't really remember it. it. It was not like one of the great games of all time. It was like, oh, my gosh, Kobe's just getting buckets on buckets. Yeah, and what's funny about that game is if you go back and watch it, it's not like he was hunting for that 81 points like the way Devin Booker did, I think, to get 70, where it was like, let's just get him the ball and hopefully he can score even though we're not winning. Like, they were down big in that first half, and they needed him just to stay afloat. I think he had like 30 at the half or something like that. And then they were down in the third quarter, and then he scored like another 30 in the third quarter alone, and you're like, well, they're up like six. And it's like, so they like, needed all of it. They needed all of it. Cause I, I'll go to my deathbed telling people who aren't Laker fans, who didn't follow Kobe like that, that his 62 and three quarters against Dallas was more impressive 
than the 81-point game. Hmm. Because he outscored the entire Dallas team through three quarters, 62 to 61. And that wasn't like Toronto, who was a also-ran team at that point in history. Like Dallas was one of the best teams in the Western Conference during that run. So, I mean, that 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 night was incredible. Um, but going back to your Steph Curry MVP, I think, and I know you, you made a compelling case. I'm not going to say you didn't. That was actually a very good case. Um, however... There was a month during that 81-point season that Kobe had where I think he averaged 43 for an entire month of January, <laughs> and they were 9-4. and four. And that was a season where they you know, made the seventh seed. And if I recall, the starting lineup was, get this, uh, Kobe Bryant, Smush. Smush Parker, Luke Walton, Lamar Odom, and Chris Mim. So that, well, Lamar I, Odom was really... <laughs> I will tell you right now that that lineup is worse than what the Warriors are um, right now. Oh boy, I need to look up. Will Lamar Odom ever make an all-star team? No. He made six Who would you rather have, Lamar Odom or Andrew Wiggins? That's a no-brainer. Oh, Lamar Odom. I mean, I love right. Lamar Okay. Odom. Chris Mim or Kevon Looney? Oh boy. Draymond Green. Right. Draymond Green, obviously, is the over, trump card. over somebody. Um, Smush Parker or... Um, Kent Bazemore, that's a push. Oh, Kent Bazemore, no, Kent Bazemore. Uh, all day. I, I think I'm Smush Park was in the league fan. for like three seasons. Uh, by the way, all, to all the people who didn't listen to the interview, Jim Jackson, uh, what was this, a month ago, went uh, and recapped the Smush Parker series against the Suns, uh, with Lakers Suns, and it, you've got to go listen to it. Jim Jackson, of course, um, halfway through the series, told his real estate agent to put his house on the market because he knew what was coming. That's how that's how south it went for Smush Parker. That was that was fun stuff from Jim Jackson. Um, but but I'll say I, I bring that up only to say that Kobe had an incredible scoring season. He was I think at thirty five points a game. The Lakers were a seven seed in the loaded Western Conference, and Steve Nash won the MVP that year. So. I know that Steph Curry is having an incredible run, and he could very well end the season. You know, if you count the previous 10 games and through the rest of the last 15 games, averaging 35 points a game, and I still don't think he's going to make up enough ground to really get into the MVP conversation. Yeah, I'm trying to look at the MVP voting in 2006. Um, apparently, Shaq was very upset that he didn't get it the year, uh, the year before. Actually, Kobe finished fourth in 2006. Nash won it over LeBron. Dirk was third, and then in 2007, Dirk won it, Nash was second, Kobe third. Huh. Yeah, it's weird that Kobe only has one MVP, huh? It's weird that Shaq only has one MVP, too. Also strange. Shaq is not happy about that. Uh, Curry has two MVPs, by the way. Yeah, one of them unanimous. Of Michael all Jordan the players unanimous. in NBA history. Okay, the, yeah. The guy so let's, the wrap, up on this. Let, let's wrap up on this. Why... You said something interesting earlier, and I I don't want to go after colleagues, okay? You said something interesting about why the media feels the need to get excited and root for Curry and blah, blah, blah. Um, I think some of it has to do with this weird disrespect. And we have, I think we've touched on this with someone else. There are three things, really, that people disrespect about Curry. Number one, he's a below-the-rim player. The NBA has always been about skywalking guys like Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, dunking machines. 
Um, I mean, you know, Miles Bridges is heralded as like, oh, Miles Bridges, did you see that dunk? Like, you know, it, it, the NBA loves athleticism and dunks and highlight real stuff. And Curry lives below the rim. That's one. Number two, a lot of people aren't going to like this. I put it out there before. Uh, I think the light skin has something to do with it. I really do. Um, I, I, you know, I'll let former players touch on that. I, I don't want to step in it myself. I've touched on it plenty of times. There is some sort of disrespect about Curry because he has the suburban game. He is, you know, I don't, you want to call him soft? I don't know. He's below the rim. I don't know that he's soft. He gets he gets pushed around a lot. Um, and he's, he's a light-skinned brother. Like, you know, Chris Broussard has come on this podcast and talked about it at length. Like, that's a real thing. Uh, so those two, and I think the third one is he didn't win a finals MVP. And for whatever reason, like, that makes him garbage and again I'm not going to call out colleagues because I'm friendly with these guys and I work with them and I'm just not in the business of trashing people I work with um trashing people at other networks I have no problem with but interestingly nobody at the other networks really bashes Curry uh nobody with a brain at least and you know this Rob like finals MVP like we could go look at the finals where they beat the Cavs I think it was 4-2 it was like LeBron with uh you know, Matthew Dellavedova and Kevin Love was out and Kyrie got hurt in the first game. And, um, you know, Curry was very good in that series. He didn't win the finals MVP because Andre Iguodala um, had I, 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 some success late in the series against LeBron. I thought it was a little overblown, uh, frankly. Iguodala was good, but LeBron still ate. And I think because he doesn't have a finals MVP... People hold that against him. I just want to remind people. Uh, Steph's played in five finals. I'm just I'm not going to look up how long every series was, but let's just say 30 games in the finals. The guy's played like 12 seasons in the league. Let's say he's played 10 seasons, 80 games a pop. He's played 800 games. And I'm just ballparking. You're going to hold... 30 games in the finals. By the way, his final stats, his points per game and the counting numbers are very, very good. But because he doesn't have a finals MVP, guys had 800 or so games in his career. Two MVPs. But in those 30 games, he does not have a finals MVP. So people just feel like, oh, well, they blew a 3-1 lead and oh, he doesn't have a finals MVP. He's garbage. Like, it's just, it's so weird, Rob. All right, I just ranted. Uh, I don't know. No, I think you're onto something. I, I just think um, the reason why the detractors to Steph Curry seem so much louder than you hear from other players is that the worshiping of Steph Curry, I think, has gone a little bit too far in some cases. Like, I know that you kind of walked back the idea of Steph Curry being better point guard than Magic Johnson because you you toyed with it. I don't know if you actually said it out loud, but I know that you and I have to I, privately. Listen, if, if they were healthy and they beat the Raptors, Curry has four rings, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Magic has five. Correct. Curry has two MVPs. Correct. Uh, what does Magic have? Three? Yeah, I think he has three or four, yeah, something right. like that. So it, when you start looking at those big ticket items, MVPs, championships, like they're close. And then you can start splitting hairs with like, oh, Magic basically saved the NBA with Larry Bird in the 80s. That's a fact. That's undeniable. Okay. Curry 
significantly changed the trajectory of the league to make it a three-point league to the point that there are serious talks about the NBA moving back the three-point line or doing something to change the league from becoming a massive three-point league. Like, that's the impact Curry has had. And, I mean, Rob, like, you know, I I don't want to go toe-to-toe, but, like, if that Raptors series goes the way we all think it does, KD's healthy, Clay's healthy, I think we agree Warriors win that series, right? Of course. Okay. And history's a little different. But that's not how it went. Well, uh, I, I just, guess... Wait, let me just quickly... One other ahead. stat. So NBA playoff point-per-game averages. Jordan is first, 33. Iverson, who played in five finals games, <laughs> 29. Kevin Durant is fourth. LeBron is fifth. AD is sixth. He's only played in one finals. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is playoffs. I apologize. Allen Iverson, 29 in the playoffs. KD, 29 in the playoffs. LeBron, 28 in the playoffs. Steph Curry, 10th. Playoff NBA history, 26 points per game. So this idea that he's not good in the playoffs is a joke. Okay? Olajuwon is 12th. Kobe is 13th. Now, Kobe is held back by a couple of those early series where he was like 19 years old throwing up air balls against the Jazz. That hurts his scoring average. It brings it down. Dominique is up there. Dirk, Russ, Dame. Curry is 10th all-time in playoff points per game. So let's just perish the narrative that he doesn't show up in the playoffs. All right, Rob, any any other thoughts? No, I mean, I think that uh, a lot of what you said was accurate there at the end, especially um, the part about the, the media really liking him. And I think part of it has to do, and you've said it in a roundabout way, but I think a lot of it has to do with people see him and they think, oh, one of us can do it too. <laughs> Watching him shoot threes handle the way he does is all skills that you can develop it's not like you're god-given blessed 6'8 260 like lebron james yeah. with a 45 inch vertical like you can't <laughs> just trucking you can work out as much as you want and you're never going to get that big but you know steph curry looks like a guy who worked and worked and worked at his game and he developed his skills and he became something special and so i think a lot of people in the media either consciously or subconsciously they're more impressed by the things that he does Versus some of the things that LeBron, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid can do. I would agree with that. Uh, I also need to point out Nikola Jokic. You know, I said he had a good game against the Grizzlies. You know, double overtime. And Jokic, uh, 47-15-8. Pretty nice night. I do wonder subliminally if he saw what Curry did and was like, oh, you know, I got to up my game. If they're looking at scores at halftime. Um, But... I mean, Jokic had one of those pretty big games. Again, he's going against Xavier Tillman, right? And Brandon Clark. Um, I, I, Memphis is beat up. They, they, they don't have their their big guy um, whose name is... Valanchunas. Valanchunas did not play. Yes, thank you, Rob. Um, one other quick note on Curry, and this is weird. I'm going to ask you a question, Rob. Don't overthink it. Just answer is who is the what is what is the is the media's primary objective to serve its readers no no okay what is the primary objective to make money <laughs> fair enough i would say largely the newspapers want to make money but the actual journalists I would say they've got to serve their 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 audience what does the audience want then you get to the discussion of well 
Is it what the audience wants or what the audience needs? Because my kids need to eat vegetables every night. And then they sit down and they pick and they don't want to eat it. And then they sit around and then they end up trying to throw them out. Okay? They need the vegetables. The audience, I think, in newspaper world clearly was into Steph Curry. He was the best-selling jersey for like four straight years in the middle of LeBron's prime. Kind of a big deal. There was a time from like 2015, 16, 17, 18, where any NBA game you went to, any arena in the country, you go to a game in Memphis, you go to a game in Portland, you go to a game in Miami, and there were a lot of people in the lower bowl wearing Steph Curry jerseys. Any arena. And I think that irked the hell out of a lot of NBA stars. Chris Paul's one of them. Russell Westbrook's one of them. We know they've had beef with Curry. For whatever reason, the fans were attracted to Steph Curry's game. Again, under below the rim guy, shooting threes, the ultimate American underdog story. And I know you could say, well, wait, his dad was in the NBA. Fine, his dad was in the NBA. That, did, that, that also had him zero scholarship offers, okay, at the high major level. Davidson offered him a scholarly. Virginia Tech famously, sorry, we can, you can be a walk-on. Like, that is the American dream, okay? You go to Davidson, prove everybody wrong, take Davidson to the Elite Eight, and you make yourself a household name. Oh, yeah, and then what happens at the NBA draft? You get overlooked, for a bunch of bigger, faster, stronger athletes or a bigger name from Syracuse, uh, the kid uh, Johnny Flynn, who was a nice player at Syracuse. He had an injury and never was anything in the NBA. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seat. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This will never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tag one. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit bartesian.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. My favorite Curry story. Well, not my favorite. One of my favorite is my two favorite Steph Curry stories obviously involve me. Uh, I'll tell you those in a sec. Um, Steph Curry had a workout set up against Tyreek Evans. They had both of them in for a workout, and they had to play one-on-one. Tyreek Evans went to Memphis. He was a scoring machine, unbelievable high school player, really good at Memphis. I don't think they did anything in the NCAA tournament. And they played one-on-one, which is asinine because, you know, Tyreek Evans is built like a bull, and he's like 6'3", 6'4", baby. And Curry's like frail, coming out of Davidson. Come on, guy's skinny. And Tyreek Evans destroyed Curry one-on-one. He will admit this story happened. And, of course, the Grizzlies are like, jeez, oh, we got to take Tyreek Evans. This guy just murdered Curry one-on-one. Well, you know how that worked out. I think Tyreek Evans won Rookie of the Year. You know, I'm sure Curry's very happy with not winning Rookie of the Year in his career. My two favorite Steph Curry stories, just because this has been a long pod dedicated to a guy who's taken over sports this week. I don't know. I mean, the NBA draft, NFL draft, sorry, is coming up this uh, next week. It's going to be exciting, but right now it's Steph Curry's world. We just live in it. I had started a podcast at that website, The Big Lead, way, way back, I don't know, 2010-ish, and maybe it was 2011, 12, somewhere around there. Well, no, I should be able to get the date because it was, you know, after Curry had come into the league. And this was early on in the podcast space. Like Spotify, I don't think existed. And I wanted to have a big name guest. So... I had known a guy who was a fan of the website. His name's Bill Voth, and he's from North Carolina. And he happened to work at a local TV station where 
uh, near Davidson, where Steph Curry was becoming a, a superstar. And of course, Bill had interviewed Curry a bunch and got to know like his circle. And Bill was like, listen, man, I, I like that you're starting a pod. I like the website. You've done great stuff. I can get you Curry. And I was like, wow, sure. Oh my gosh, of course. Curry got on the phone with me for like 15 minutes to talk about, hey, he was close. It was right before he signed that extension, which turned out to be like one of the greatest contracts ever for a team. He had to take a bit of a, a haircut because he had the ankle injury. And I think they only gave him 80 mil or whatever it was when all the extensions were bigger, way bigger money than that. And so that's my favorite Seth Curry, Curry story. The second favorite is um, 2019, after the uh, Raptors finals, um, Curry starts the season and gets hurt, breaks his hand, I guess. And um, he came out to my neck of the woods out here in Southern California for surgery. Uh, a buddy of mine knows the surgeon who did it. So Curry had to then come back for the surgeon to, you know, give the checkup or whatever. So when Curry came back here, he ended up going to my gym. And, you know, my gym just happens to be uh, the former Clippers facility. And a lot of NBA players work out there leading up to the draft. Wendell Carter, uh, Jalen Brown. And so I know the trainers there. And, like, you know, Damian Lillard's there in the offseason. Like, Jerry West goes there uh, to uh, check out NBA draft prospects. Like, it, it's it's a pretty good gym. And I get a text during, this is so funny, during my son's, what was third grade? Third grade draft is happening. And I start getting texts from people at the gym like, yo, Steph Curry's shooting at the gym right now. I'm like, what? Wow, that's wild. And they're like, I'm going to check it out. <laughs> you know, Lonzo Ball had been there. Nobody's going to check out Lonzo Ball. So like two days later, I'm at the gym. I go to a morning run with some friends. And I come out um, to get a towel after, you know, I light some team up for a bunch of points. Rob G, you can laugh at that. Um, and I walk back in. I'm like, all right, I got one more game. So we play one more game. I walk out early. I could have stuck around, but I walk out early. It was as if, not to get all um, religious on you, but like a higher power was saying, Jay, get up out of there. I leave. I have my bag on my shoulder. You know, I'm looking at my phone, seeing the text I got. And I look up and there's this big skinny guy right in front of me. And I'm like, oh shit, that's Steph Curry. He's right in front of me. And he's got a guy on each side. And I start looking around, and everybody, of course, is staring at him as he's walking down. And um, I, I'm like, all right, well, what's the play here? What, what's the move? And uh, I just say, hey, Steph, you probably don't remember me. And he turns around. And I'm like, I had you on my podcast. I, I'm at FS1. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. And I'm sure he was just – I know he was just saying that to be nice. But we just start talking and – I'm like, all right, Steph, give me a sec. I'm going to text my uh, wife to pull my kids out of school and bring them over here. And he starts cracking up. I did not do that. Um, and eventually, you know, he walks over. And all these people are just staring at him. You know, it's housewives. And a couple of housewives come up for a photo. And he's like, yo, can you give me a minute? Let me uh, put my stuff down, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, do I do the picture? Why, why not? You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm a media guy. I, I've never done this in my life. Where I'm like, hey, can I get a picture? Never once. I, I, I mean, you see people out and about. I've never said, let me get a photo. And I, you know, Magic Johnson was my favorite player ever. The first time my dad took me to an NBA game in New York, Madison Square Garden. It was the Lakers versus the Knicks. 
it was like holiday break. So we had traveled from Virginia up to New York. My dad got tickets and it was amazing. You know, I was like, oh, this guy Magic's amazing. Incredible. What a talent. So Magic was my favorite player. And then Curry starts doing his thing at Davidson and he comes on the podcast, of course. Uh, and I became the biggest Steph Curry fan. Like he was my guy. And he at some point passed Magic as my favorite player. So I'm like, I got to get a picture. So like, Steph, can I get a pic? I mean, it's nerdy, but, and I, 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 I had led in with, you know, Steph, I, I put this out there on FS1. I'm sure you disagree with it, but, uh, you know, you guys are going to be pretty bad with you out this season. And if Giannis and the Bucks stink and Giannis is up for his contract, you know, you guys offer that pick, that Timberwolves pick, and he goes, and we get Giannis with like a smile like he had thought about it. And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, it's not bad. It's like he, you know, this is what the NBA guys do. They think steps ahead. And I'm telling you right now, like, I don't think, the way Curry's playing, and Rob, you can disagree. I don't think, even though they're only 500, that they're going to be done trying to make a run at a title with Curry. Would you agree with that? Oh, I think they'd be foolish not to push their chips in and try to make a run at a title with Steph Curry. I mean, Weissman will come back next year. I, I don't know what it would take to get a guy like Beal, and would Beal work with Beal, Clay, and Curry, Draymond, and Wiseman? But then you probably have to give up Wiseman, right? Yeah. Well, with that lineup, you wouldn't need a, a center like that anyways. You would need a guy who's just a switching big. You, Kevin Looney would be a fine center. <laughs> in that. Stop it. JaVale McGee um, would be a fine center. Nah, stop. Come on. With that, with that, no, Nets. with that lineup, all you got to do is be tall. You don't really got to do a whole heck of a lot because the spacing is going to be unreal. With the lineup like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I had thought Beal would be a, a, a contender to go after. Um, the other name that I keep hearing is Carl Anthony Towns. Let's see what happens. Um, but other than that, there's not a lot of stars right now who are eligible. Like, strangely, you know, I, it's not like De'Aaron Fox is going to be going anywhere, right? Um, I, I don't know. Am I, am I missing someone? Like, I don't think you could... Can you get Shea Gilgis Alexander? Is he that much of a difference maker, though? No. I think the only two names that you would consider would be Bradley Beal or Towns. There has to be a disgruntled star who's already been in the league for seven, eight, nine years. Yeah, and I guess the problem is, you know, Clay's coming back as a shooting guard. Like, they don't really need a shooting guard. Can you move Clay to three? Well, yeah, I mean, but, he's coming off these injuries. He's probably lost. I mean, he's never really been the, the fastest guy to begin with. But you yeah. imagine you, you you might get a, a Clay Thompson who's a half step slower and like 10 pounds heavier just because. Would you go, would you make a play for, and again, I don't know if they're willing to part with him, but Pascal Siakam has had a rough year with the Raptors. Can you get him at a bargain basement price without giving up the, the Timberwolves pick? Could you part with Weissman? in some way, shape, or form to get Siakam? I think in that scenario, you would probably have to give up the pick and keep Wiseman. Oh. Huh. Interesting. All right, anyways, we've gone way long on Curry and the MVP. Rob, this was fun. Um, hopefully you don't end this hating me. I do like debate. I feel like I was born for it. Yeah, and let me just say this before we wrap it up. Um, I just noticed now on our Zoom, which is how we record all these interviews, that your name is displayed as Steph Curry. Yes! You it took you 47 <laughs> minutes to realize that. My gosh, I did that from the jump. And I noticed you didn't notice. I was like, oh, he'll see you later. Okay. Uh, yes, we do this over Zoom, and I name myself Steph Curry. Um, I'm going to go outside and shoot a bunch of threes today. That's what I'm going to do. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. We will be back tomorrow. I'm out!
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seat. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This will never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase. Make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high-ranking officer in the Secret Service. An Assassin Comes to Town, a six-part podcast. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 